We welcome Mitchell Vincent, who is on the heels of a extraordinary weekend at the 43rd annual NHRA North Central Division Finals. He was representing Team Byron Dragway in Indianapolis, and we are pleased to have Mitchell on the program. Uh, Mitchell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Randy. Uh, great to have you on here. Congratulations on a successful weekend. And let's get to know Mitchell Vincent here a little bit. Uh, you and I, we go back uh, quite a few years ago, going back to our junior dragster days. And even before that, our dads raced together, bracket racing, years ago. Uh, so help our listeners that don't know you personally to get to know Mitchell Vincent, the race car driver. Oh, I started out junior drag racing. Well, actually, I started out before that going to the track. Um, me and Brent running around the pits, getting in trouble, uh, watching our dad's race for a long time. Then uh, finally talked my dad into getting a junior dragster. Me and my sister were supposed to share it. But we bought it, and it sat for a while. Um, never really went out with it for few years um i was busy with sports and travel baseball travel soccer football uh, all those things and uh at that time my dad kind of parked the camaro up on jack stands in the garage and it sat so we didn't really do any racing um my grandpa got sick in that time um so that kind of we kind of just stopped the racing for a little while and then uh junior dragsters finally hit full steam um ran we had a dragster i think it went i want to say it ran in the 12s i'm not i don't really remember we only ran it for i think it was a year then uh we got a different one um going i think i started out going 820s or something like that with it and then slowly went faster and faster um we always laughed about it saying that we'd never have a ton of money wrapped up in junior dragsters well next thing you know we got two motors and all kinds of spare parts and traveling all over denver colorado bristol tennessee um things like that and then came time for the big car and uh jumped in the camaro uh started out well my dad actually started driving it um just to make sure everything was okay and first weekend i was it broke a rotor broken axle um so wasn't very good sitting on it then uh he ran it for i think it was a year or so then i ran the junior dragster and the camaro for a while and uh i finally graduated out of the junior dragster and ran the camaro um started off doing pretty decent um we were lucky with the junior dragsters we got we weren't coming in blind um the as everyone called us, the young kids, um, which you know all about that. Um, and, yeah, just kind of went from there. Um, 2010, I won the IHRA bracket finals for Team Byron up in Michigan. And when they interviewed me for that, I said, hopefully it's a step towards getting a dragster. And then, lo and behold, a few years later, actually, yeah, was, yeah a few years later, we got the dragster. And uh, we got the truck for my sister, and now we went from having one big car to three. 
Well, that seems to be the theme, isn't it? You started modest with the junior dragster, didn't think you were going to get too involved, and then next thing you know, you've got two motors and uh, move up to the big cars. Now you got three cars in the stable, and uh, I guess things start modest and snowball from there. So you were racing double duty, as you do every weekend, but you were uh, double-entered at the ET Finals in Indianapolis last weekend. Uh, first, I, I want to get some of the history on the Camaro that you race. Uh, you'd mentioned that it was on jack stands for a while, then your dad raced it. But what is the history first on the uh, the Camaro that you were racing in the Pro Eliminator class? Um, my dad and grandpa, they were partners on it. Um, bought it back in the early 80s, I think it was. Um, and they were going down to Florida. I mean, they were racing local with it and going down to Florida and everything. And then... The winner, I believe it was the winner 85, they said they were going to um, back half it, I believe it was. And they went, uh, they started cutting it, and then just lo and behold, they just kept going further and for, further forward. And if you know, it's a all-tube chassis car, which my uh, uncle built, uh, Randy. Uh, they built that. Um, it was after he built, he uh, had a Vega that he built. Um, so he he built both those cars and unfortunately don't have the Vega anymore, but still have the Camaro. Um, so yeah, it's been in the family for a long time and don't really see it going anywhere anytime soon. Well, and what does it mean too to be driving a car that your dad raced before you, that the entire family has their, their fingerprints on the car, uh, I have to think that it means more to you to race that car than it does to just go and, you know, buy any car that you pick out of racingjunk.com or, or anywhere out there. I got to think that that has to have some sentimental meaning to that car. Yeah, it definitely does, especially with it. I mean, with my uncle building it, like you said, my dad driving it, and then with uh, my grandpa being a part of it, um, since he's not with us anymore, it's, it's like it feels like it's uh, his contribution still to um, racing with us. That is uh, really special. And then you mentioned your, your dragster that you're racing and you had the most success in over the weekend over on the super pro side. Uh, tell us about your dragster, Mitchell. Uh, it's a 2011 Danny Nelson racecraft. Um, we bought it from Mike Eggleston, um, from down in Southern Illinois. Um, it's actually not the original one that we bought. We, uh, bought one that Nick Polk won at a race and we uh it was one of those where we bought it and it was just a bare chassis and it's we're looking at it like wow this is gonna this is gonna be a lot of work here to get this thing going so we uh changed directions and Mike actually took it on trade for the direction I'm driving now um and it's uh starting everything's starting to click with it now so it's it's awesome well, you've picked up a win out at Byron Dragway at the Firecracker Bracket Nationals a couple of years ago with the car and plenty of success since then in the dragster. So uh, talk to us a little bit about driving two cars. You do that every single weekend, and they uh, you know, they both go down the drag strip. They both go straight, but they couldn't be much more different. One, the dragster racing off the top ball. The other, uh, the door car racing off the bottom ball. But what does that do for you on a weekend where you're driving two totally different cars and uh, really two totally totally different methods with the top bulb and bottom bulb. Uh, it's 
I like it because it keeps me focused and I mean it's on the track I don't um have really really have a chance to get distracted with it um for a while there when I first started doing it it was nice because I used two different locations for the button I mean yeah you're one you're in a dragster and one you're in a door car but it just kind of helps uh for letting go with using two different button locations with it um but yeah it's I've noticed lately that kind of slipping on the bottom balls since I'm getting more com- more and more comfortable on the top balls, which I just need to brush up on that a little bit. But it's I mean it's fun. I I really enjoy it. I couldn't be more thankful for the opportunity I'm given with it. Well, is there anything that you don't like about racing two cars? Do you find that when you go out in one, does uh, the extra focus on the other help or? Is there anything at all that you don't like about running two cars on any given day? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's uh, Except for when it's real hot. It, it gets kind of rough when it's real hot, jumping out of one jumper right in the other. But, I mean, that's kind of what I signed up for when with running both of them. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's really about it. Well, twice the seat time, twice the data, and a lot of success this weekend. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the, the prestige of racing at Indy and the uh, bracket finals, a race that's celebrated its 43rd, 43rd year this year. Uh, what does racing in that event mean to you? Uh, I really, I mean, it's a real cool race to go to. I mean, especially now that they have, they're giving us more races to kind of build up to the uh, event. Um, I know BJ has been a big part of trying to talk him into it and everything like that. And I mean, we're, it's nice to get more time on the track and I mean, get to see the finish line more, get to see the starting line more. Um, so, I mean, it's one of the events that is definitely on my bucket list, bucket list to win and came close, just couldn't quite seal it up. Well, I believe you got down to, and correct me if I'm wrong, you got, uh, five rounds of eliminations over on the pro side, driving the Camaro and reached the final round uh, racing in Super Pro with the Dragster. And for those that are unaware that are listening to this right now, uh, one of the neat dynamics of the ET Bracket Finals is it's it's an individual race, but it's also kind of a team sport where uh, every racetrack sends its top drivers down to represent them. And uh, with each round win, uh, each round win it adds to the points total for each track. And ultimately racing for a uh, not just an individual championship for each racer, but an overall team championship. So uh, talking about that, uh, not a real pretty weekend for the entire team Byron Dragway. I think you alone, Mitchell, accounted for about one-third of the, the total team points. So uh, not a pretty weekend for the team as a whole, a great weekend for you. Uh, what does the team element of that event add to you? Oh, I, I enjoy it. I like it i mean it brings people i mean people you don't talk to all the time at the track i mean you get to know them a lot better and i mean after the races you're hanging out with everybody um and then it's pretty cool coming back down the return road after you went around and seeing people in the stands that don't normally cheer for you cheering for you uh real cool feeling well you mentioned the people that you race with on a weekly basis now becoming teammates in a in a sense 
Now, you travel to uh, some big money races throughout the Midwest and throughout the country, but do a lot of racing locally at Byron Dragway. What do you like about when you travel somewhere else, be it Indy or another race you go to, uh, what do you like about racing at a different location and against different drivers? Uh, you, you learn different strategies that people do at the, at the finish line. Um, kind of learn to trust yourself and your um, kind of the way you trust your driving more than you do um, racing locally all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love racing locally. I mean, but you get tired of racing the same people over and over. Um, this year, switch lanes and everything like that, just trying to race different people just because, I mean, I was running the same people first round, second round, third round constantly. So it's just it's nice to see so, see a different car in the lane every once in, in the other lane every once in a while. Well, you mentioned that, and I have to think when you go to Indy, there are a lot of cars that you race that you've never seen before or you see maybe once a year at most. And uh, sure enough, in the final round, you face another local racer, Jay Allen, uh, not racing for Byron Dragway, racing for Route 66 Raceway instead. But uh, going into that final round, racing somebody that you know well, that you race on a weekly basis with, does that change at all your approach going into the final round? No, not at all. Um, you gotta basically, I mean, the way you got to look at it is they got to beat me. I don't got to beat them. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't always turn out that way. Um, it was. It's good seeing someone local win. Um, you know, someone that you race with on a normal weekly basis, um, going out to Pomona. So it's it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, very happy for Jay. Uh, you know, selfishly for Team Byron Dragway, we definitely wanted to see Mitchell coming out on top right there, but. Uh, Jay, a, a great competitor, a great sportsman out at the track at Byron, so uh, we'll be sure to thank him the next time we see him. And uh, Mitchell, we just can't say enough. Uh, you know, of course, we're proud of all the racers that represented Team Byron Dragway at the ET Finals, but uh, very proud of everything you're able to accomplish going rounds in both cars and coming up just just a little short there in the Super Pro side. But a big congratulations for the weekend as a whole. And what does the remainder of the 2019 season have in store for you? Uh, not really that much. We're going to go, we're going to be at the last Byron race, uh, 10 grander. Um, we're still kicking around the idea of maybe going down to Montgomery, Alabama for the uh, Randy Folks Million. Um, but other than that, not really anything. We're just kind of laying low. Um, we've kind of laid low all year. So we're probably just going to stay that way and is there anybody else you want to mention here mitchell anybody you want to thank that's helped you along the way this year or getting to this point uh, i can't thank my dad my dad enough um giving us giving me and my sister when she raced um great opportunity um great cars um all the time and everything he puts into it um my uncle randy vincent um I mean, he's always there. He builds our motors um, and does a great job on that. Um, and anytime we have a problem at the track, he's always there to lend a hand and give some advice. Um, Brent and Tim, um, we all kind of push each other to do better. Same with Steve Kafer. Um, can't thank my girlfriend, Bridgette, enough. Uh, she kind of 
got sucked into this whole racing life. Uh, she kind of is learning that weekends aren't for really anything other than racing anymore. Um, and then, uh, the rest of my family, my mom, everybody like that, uh, cheering from home. Um, my sister who's always there. Every time she's at the track, she's, she's all hands on deck doing anything and everything she can to help us out. Um, just can't, can't thank everybody enough. Excellent. Well, Mitchell, once again, congratulations. We're very proud of how well you represented team Byron Dragway down at Indianapolis and, I uh, wish you all the best of luck here for the remainder of the season, and thanks for taking some time to uh, speak with us today. Oh, no problem. Thank you very much, Randy, and uh, thank, thank you, BJ, and everybody at Byron for everything you guys do for us and all the effort you guys put in to get us to be able to race every weekend we have an event. Well, we appreciate that, Mitchell, and we'll see you at the Fall Bracket Nationals October 12th through the 13th. You just mentioned it a few minutes ago, but... Uh, the flyer is out there today, 4000 to win on Saturday, 10000 to win on Sunday. Uh, I've also got some bonus gifts out there, prizes, uh, courtesy of Charlie Hama at Digital Delay. So make sure everybody listening, uh, tune in, check out the flyer, and uh, we'll see you, Mitchell, uh, October 12th through the 13th for the Fall Bracket Nationals. Thanks, Mitchell. Thank you very much. Have a good night. You too.